listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. How are you guys doing out there? Are you continuing to follow your protocol as far as the coronavirus is concerned? Are you staying indoors? Or are you part of the video I saw? It seemed like hundreds of people on the beach in Florida. Or maybe you were strolling down Bourbon Street. No, 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 no. That's not what you should be doing. You should be at home, indoors, listening to us, communicating with family, spending time with family. That's what you should be doing. And washing your hands, using all the sanitizer, and trying to help us keep this coronavirus down the spread of it down, even though the numbers continue to go up and the doctors are right on point. And I understand how you could be disillusioned, discouraged, disappointed. Yes, the numbers are going to go up because more tests are being taken and therefore we're finding more people who are having the coronavirus, like Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets among four players who developed it. The Lakers will be tested tomorrow. So more and more people are getting it, but listen, it's because they haven't been tested. And once again, we're just going to remind you, you've heard it over and over and over again. You have loved ones or neighbors, check on them, especially if they're elderly. You know what you need to do. Make a call to some folks. It's a good opportunity to Skype some people. Yeah, there's some folks you haven't spoken with in a while. You may can speak with them now. As long as you maintain focus, we got to stay clean. We got to wash our hands. We got to limit the interaction with folks. And the time will pass and the time will pass. And eventually, eventually we'll be okay. And we'll look back at this time and we'll, we'll talk about it and remember it and have some interesting stories about it when this is all over. So obviously the top story tonight is about Tom Brady, who is leaving New England for Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Boy, I tell you, <laughs> it, I didn't expect it. I heard it. We we spoke about it, did a poll last night on the show. 53% of you, over 50% of you thought he was definitely going back to New England. I thought he was definitely going back to New England, but he's leaving. So tonight, we're debuting a special segment, and we're going to do it every Tuesday on ESPN New York tonight. We're going to call it the Tuesday Night Fights. And what we're going to do on Tuesday night is we're going to, on Twitter and via phone at 1-800-919-3776, we're going to give you kind of a challenging topic that you can go back and forth on. Tonight, for me, I think is very interesting. It is, and listen carefully, I want to find out from you, what do you think is the bigger free agent story? LeBron James goes to South Beach or Brady bolts for Tampa? For me, it's clear. It's LeBron James going to South Beach. Now, I understand we are creatures of the moment. I understand we are, we, we, we roll on what's happening at the right, right this second. And it's fresh on your mind. Whoa, Tom Brady's leaving. But remember, when LeBron James went to South Beach, he didn't have six rings. He didn't have one. <laughs> and he was in the prime of his career. 
we were wondering what would it take for him to win? Why hasn't he won? Now we know that he didn't have, this is where they're similar. We know that he didn't have a lot of talent around him. And last season, Tom Brady didn't have a lot of talent around him either. But I haven't seen people burning their Tom Brady jerseys. And why would they? He gave them six championship rings. So they're sorry, they're sorry to see him go. They would love to see how, how much further he would have gotten. They want to see if he could have brought them another championship because let's face it, fans are greedy. The more champion you want a championship every time you can get one. Just give I want more championships. Keep going. Let's go. Let's go. And he did that. But when LeBron James went to South Beach, that was a major shift in the NBA. We're talking joining Dwayne Wade. Moving down with Pat Riley. And then what did they say? Not one, not two, not three, not four. So for me, the bigger free agent story was LeBron James going to South Beach. And once again, I understand, especially in New England, the bigger story for New Englanders is Brady bolting for Tampa, especially Tampa. How about Todd Bowles? Happy to see Brady on his side for a change, right? <laughs> he had enough of him when he was coaching the Jets. Happy to see him on his side. So I want to find out from you at 1-800-919-3776, which is the bigger free agent story? The bigger free agent story, is it LeBron James going to South Beach or is it Brady bolting for Tampa? 1-800-919-3776. Another reason, aside from the championships, once again, Tom Brady, 42, leaving, angry, I believe, disappointed, I believe, in how he was treated by Bill Belichick. A Bill Belichick who really wanted him out a couple of seasons ago when they drafted Jimmy G and then was overruled by the Kraft crew, management, to say, hey, guess what? No, 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 we're not ready to do that yet. Nope, we're not ready for that. What we're going to do is we're going to keep Tom Brady, because what does Bill Belichick do better than anybody else? He moves players along, not when they're down, but when he notices they're not able to do the things that they've done previously. When he notices that they can't play and they're not as finely tuned, they're not as accurate, they're not the same player. He's noticing a decline. And smartly, he wants to get rid of them before the decline hits rock bottom. And that's what he saw a couple of seasons ago in Tom Brady. Now, I'm not going to say, as Max Kellerman, my colleague, says that he's fallen off a cliff. But I will say, obviously, there's some slippage. You cannot play as many seasons and as many games as Tom Brady has played and there not be some slippage. Is he the quarterback he was three, four years ago? Of course not. Still pretty good. And Tampa's hoping with better wide receivers than he had in New England last season, better tight ends, because he's got two in Tampa, than he had in New England last season. A little, not as good an offensive line, but I'm sure they'll, they'll tinker with that a little bit and make it better. So in this case, Tampa's saying, hey, listen, Here's a guy who's got championship rings. 
Here's a guy who's able to teach us how to win. Here's a guy that we can put in our rotation to put on our team, and it makes us that much better. Right now, just look at what Tampa was able to do last season. What was the stat? They lost seven games by six points or less. They were seven and nine. They lost seven games by six points or less. And in those games, Jameis Winston had 18 interceptions. That's a difference between making the playoffs and staying home. They now have the opportunity to make the playoffs. If Tom Brady can create that magic with better weapons and head down to Tampa, the bigger free agent story. Is it LeBron James when he went to South Beach? Is it Brady bolting for Tampa? It's Tuesday Night Fights on ESPN New York Tonight. Bringing you the biggest heavyweight matches in all of sports. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Tuesday Night Fights with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. Tonight's fight. LeBron James in one corner, Tom Brady in the other. The bigger free agent story. Is it LeBron James heading to South Beach or is it Tom Brady bolting for Tampa? What say you? Terrence in Brooklyn, start us off on ESPN New York tonight's Tuesday Night Fights. Yes, uh, good evening. How y'all doing? Great, Terrence. What's up? Uh, listen, um, uh, as far as this uh, this thing with LeBron, the comparison with LeBron and Tom Brady, it's uh, it, it's still up in the air, but we'll have to see what Tom Brady does when he goes to Tampa. But I want to flip the script. I do not envy the next quarterback who's going to be there for New England because he is going to be under so much scrutiny. He's going to be asking questions and being compared to Tom and what he has done down there and everything. I don't feel, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't have no envy for him. You know, whoever it is. Well, let me ask you this, Terrence. Is he really going to be under that much pressure? I think he will be. Whoever it is. I mean, Jarrett Stidham and Cody Kessler are the backups right now. You don't expect anything from them. If you're a New England Patriots fan, you are miserable because you're like, these two guys, they're not going to do anything. We might as well tank (laughs) and try to get a quarterback in the draft. So for this season, I don't don't think this coming, whenever we play this season, hopefully it'll be on time. But, I mean, what pressure is there on New England? Well, uh, well, I would say that it would be an att- – I think that uh, maybe Belichick may be under the microscope, really, mm. because we all know that Belichick's a great coach, and uh, who knows? Maybe they might surprise some people. Terrence, thanks for your thoughts. And starting us off on the ESPN New York tonight, and that's an interesting question because ultimately isn't that really what this is about? Is it about Tom Brady saying, you know what, I'm tired of being tied with, with Belichick. It's Brady and Belichick. It's Brady and Belichick. It's Brady and Belichick. And then when I was out, I being Tom Brady, Belichick went 11 and 5. So maybe he doesn't need me. People think that it, that the New England Patriots have success because of Bill Belichick, not because of Tom Brady. Well, it's really both because of Belichick's schemes and his game plans and what he's able to do defensively. And of course he had a brilliant quarterback to carry those things out. So really they need each other, but now we'll find out if they really need each other, right? 
Because, yeah, the pressure is on Bill Belichick. Because once Robert Kraft said earlier today when he told uh, Stephen A. Smith on first take this morning that Brady could have stayed. We would have made, we would have worked things out. We would have done, we would have tried to do it. So if Brady didn't want to stay, it wasn't because of Robert Kraft. It had to be another reason. Was it because Bill Belichick is in charge of the type of talent that's put around Tom Brady? And over the past couple of years, that talent was, eh, eh, at best. 1-800-919-3776. John's in, John's in Bridgeport. Hey, John, you're next on 98.7. Hey, I just want to know, if you feel that way, I want to ask a question. Why, uh, if you think that way, um, do you feel the same way if if Don LaGreca and, and Michael Kay were to go separate ways and Don LaGreca was to go to, you know, whatever. He was going to be a, a host, a head show, Don LaGreca show, instead of the Michael K. show. How would you go about thinking, okay, where are we at here? I want to know, do you think that Michael K., Michael K. would be comfortable with it? Because today we we, we, we talked about it. I mean, I heard the whole show. If, if Don LaGreca had a chance to have his own show, and he had a chance to go about his own ways. Would you think that that Michael K would be comfortable? Of course not. He would be a he would be really PO'd. And and I'm just saying that he argued about Brady going about his own ways. So then maybe we should just actually say, hey, Mike, maybe he's right. Donald Greca's, you know, he, his way. He wants to go, you know, his own way. And and I know that Donald Greca has. You know, Jets. He got. He's got the Rangers. He's got a lot of things. All right. So, John, John, in in your because you're losing me. In your scenario, who is who? I think that that Michael K was just a little bit overboard about 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 Brady. I think I, I you know I think that I, I'm on Don Lagreca. I'm on I'm on Rosenberg's side. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, you know, I just think that I just think that that he went too far. He went too crazy. Like the, when he first started the show, he killed. He like he killed me. I was like, why is he murdering? I hate Brady. I would never vote for Brady. I would never even. I like I, I. You know, I wish a lot of things bad about him, and I wish nothing but the best for him to go to another team and do his thing. But. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I I think that the Cowboys can never win unless he is out of like my scenario. But I'm just saying that it's true that you know every everybody. Well, here's what here's what I, here's everybody what I think, has John. to go, and everybody has to go. Here's what I their think, John. Thanks for the phone call. Everybody I got you. I I figure I figure out where you're going now. Okay, uh, here's the deal. In my opinion. Brady wants to move on. There's several issues here. A, there had been rumors coming out of New England that he and Belichick, and listen, they've been together for a long time, that he and Belichick were starting to not have a great relationship. That's A. B, that, listen, yes, Tom Brady took less money over a couple of seasons to allow New England to improve themselves talent-wise. So now when he's ready to get his money, it's like, well, we don't... I'm sure Bill Belichick didn't want to give him that money. 
because he's looking at a 42, going to be 43-year-old quarterback and saying, why would I pay him $30 million? Brady's like, listen, I gave up money to help this team win. Now's my time. I want my money. So that's number two. So now the other issues you had about Michael, Don, and Peter, call them tomorrow. They'll still be talking about (laughs) the Tom Brady situation and the other free agents that are going on. Let me let you hear this. Stephen A. Smith on his conversation with Robert Kraft about saying, hey, look, we wanted to keep Tom Brady here, but he wanted to go. I just got off the phone. Robert Kraft, the owner for the New England Patriots, just called me a few minutes ago during commercial break, to be specific. Uh, he said that Tom Brady came to his home last night and explained to him uh, why he wanted to leave and that he wanted to leave. He said that uh, Tom Brady is like a son to me. He said, be very, very clear. If Tom Brady wanted to stay, we would have worked it out and he would have remained a New England Patriot. But Tom Brady wanted to leave. And when you give us 20 years of service in the fashion that he did, you've earned the right to do what you want to do. He says, so as much as it hurts, it it hurts me and it hurts this organization to lose him. Tom Brady has earned the right to do what he wants to do and go where he wants to go. He said, I love him. He's like a son to me. I'm going to miss him. Uh, He will be forever uh, loved and praised by this organization. But it was Tom Brady that decided that he wanted to leave the New England Patriots. He was not forced out. It was not something that could not be worked out. It would have been worked out if Tom Brady had wanted to stay. But Tom Brady came to his house yesterday, met with him face to face. They spent hours together and Tom Brady explained to him that he wanted to leave. He thought it was time to move on and to start life anew. And that is why Tom Brady will no longer be a New England Patriots. So maybe it's. You didn't allow the TB12 folks around so I could continue my workout. Maybe it's, I don't like the type of players I'm surrounded with. The My marquee wide receiver matchup, my go-to guy last season was Julian Edelman. Yes, I know you tried to get Josh Gordon, but come on, you know that was an iffy pros, uh, pros, prospect at best. Gronkowski retired. You guys didn't do anything, didn't give me another receiver. This was not a championship New England Patriots team that took the field last season. Debuting a segment we all call Tuesday Night Fights. And what we try to do here is uh, put things for you to talk about, things for you to battle back and forth about. And tonight we're taking uh, two interesting people, years apart, but they have something in common. It's LeBron James. The first time he left Cleveland, remember? I'm taking my talents to South Beach. The big production. And today, even though it wasn't announced, he has not done it formally. But we found out that Tom Brady is going to be the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the bigger free agent story is LeBron James goes to South Beach or Tom Brady bolts for Tampa. At Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. And on the phones, Mo's in Brooklyn. Mo, you're next on 98.7. What's going on, Larry? What's up, Mo? What's the bigger free agent story? Uh, honestly, for me, I'm a huge football fan, so I think it's Brady. But LeBron James had so much hype for like two years before uh, before he was a free agent. So my probably was LeBron James. 
But yeah, I wanted I'm, to say I'm going with LeBron sorry, too. Sorry. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mo. So what I want to say, I'm I'm diehard Jet fan. Right. I, I I've hated Tom Brady my whole life. Since I was in high school, I was like, This is Tom Brady's last year. I graduated high school eleven years ago. So um now that he's not a patriot I'm like sad about it. Like huh? in all sports, I'm upset. I'm upset. I feel like Come on, Mo. the legend. Come on, Mo. You're not really I, sad I that he's that, leaving. I it's bittersweet because I, I at the same time I, I root for ballers in all sports. Like I, I love Kobe, but I also mm-hmm. love LeBron. Jordan's a man. Now that he's not a Patriot, I I, I really like Tom Brady. <laughs> as funny as that sounds, but uh, it also is strange to me that he's not a Patriot. So, Mo, now take me through this logic. Is it, is it like Patrick Ewing said when the Knicks were able to beat the Chicago Bulls finally when Jordan left? And he said, you know, it's nice, but I wanted to do it when Jordan was there. Is it that type thing that if you go on to win the division or if you go on to do well or have a better record than New England, it's kind of bittersweet. It doesn't mean as much to you because you didn't beat Brady. Is that what it is? Larry, I, I told you I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> so if we win the division, I am going to be happy regardless. Um, but I also feel like if Brady was still around in, in New England, then he he eventually would decline and eventually we'd get the best of him. You know, so like mm-hmm. I, I do wish he was there for us to beat him. I felt like it was it was inevitable. But at the same time, if we win the division, I don't care who the quarterback for the New England Patriots is because it's been a long time. It's been a long, long time, Mo. Thanks for checking in with us on 98.7 ESPN. Ricardo's in Jersey. Hey, Ricardo, you're next on 98.7. Larry, how you doing, sir? How's everything? Excellent, Ricardo. How's things with you? Perfect. First off, I just want to say please be careful. Please be safe out there. I know things are going crazy. I tried to call last week, and I couldn't. Um, you had an awesome topic, but um, I did want to say again, please be careful. Please be safe. And everybody out there who's listening, the same thing as well. Um, I do want to say... I really don't care that Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. Um, If Tom Brady would have done this maybe five years ago, then, yeah, that would have been like, oh, wow, that's crazy. But I think with LeBron James and that 2010 free agency, there was a lot out there. There was more to offer. And uh, it's just Tom Brady. If there's more NFL greats that were making these moves, fine. But remember, in 2010, a lot of pieces were moving. A lot of players were moving around. And for LeBron James to make this big decision, because he was the – carry on the on the Sunday that's what everybody was fighting for you know yeah you added your pieces here and there but nobody really is fighting for Brady now if they are fighting for Brady Tampa Bay it's not a crazy town it's not a busy town they're probably doing it for marketing reasons that's all they're doing it for they're not doing it because they're going to win the Super Bowl I mean they have a dope team you know I'm a Giants fan and I think you know to see Brady in his division is going to be cool it's not going to do anything. I, don't, I think LeBron James has that one beat, and I think LeBron James will always have that beat. All right, Ricardo, thanks for checking in on that. I agree with you. Thanks for the phone call. I agree that LeBron James was bigger, mostly because of where he was in his career. I mean, I understand why Tampa's looking because they feel with their offense, a defense that played well under Todd Bowles late in the season, a couple of more pieces, and Jameis Winston didn't get the job done. What do you have? 29, 30 interceptions last season? That's a lot of picks. When you talk about your quarterback being able to not turn the football over, 
He did not do a good job of that and has been inconsistent. He's shown you brilliance. He's shown you flashes. I mean, you look at him sometimes, he looks like a number one quarterback. He does. He looks like a franchise quarterback. And then he'll go through a period where he'll throw two, three, four interceptions in a game and put your defense in the hole. You can't continue to do that. So it's more of, listen, it, it's it's a referendum on the fact that Jameis Winston, and I don't know where he's going, but it's a referendum that Jameis Winston is not our number one quarterback. And guess what? We have an opportunity to get Tom Brady. We'll get Tom Brady. We'll draft the quarterback. And then who better to train our next young quarterback than the guy who's got six rings? So that's why Tampa's doing it. But there's no doubt, LeBron James at that time was priming his career, no rings, trying to figure out what was he going to do. Oh, now he's going to, and and then the debate, oh, he couldn't do it by himself. He's got to join people. And then you go back to the other era. Well, Michael Jordan didn't join people. Larry Bird didn't join people. Isaiah Thomas didn't join people. They would never have done that. They wanted to go, they wanted to kick, stay with the teams they had and prove that they were good enough to make little personnel changes every year and get closer until you, you know, beat the man who beat the man to have the championship. And then that started, of course, the, you know, Paul Pierce and the, the trio up in Boston with Ray Allen and that crew. And then you had LeBron and the crew in South Beach. And then you start to get these crews of folks that led the Knicks to try to match that with LeBron and Chauncey Billups and Amari Stoudemire to have their big three. And so everybody was trying to get a big three. So no, the bigger free agent story. Once again, as I said earlier, I didn't see anybody burning any Tom Brady jerseys. And why would they? He's given them six rings. He gave them sustainable success every season. They knew they had an opportunity to be in the championship, not even just to win the division. It was like, you know, they're going to win the division. It wasn't a doubt. You knew they were going to win the division. It was, we have a chance every single season to have a chance to win the Super Bowl. So while I understand that New England Patriot fans are very upset that he's gone, and rightfully so, but he left you with six rings. You can't be angry that he wants to go somewhere else. Can't be. And deep inside, you understand when you look at what was around him. And I, and I also get that you feel that you're entitled to have championships because you're the New England Patriots and you won and you continue to win. You've got a great head coach and you do. And you've got who many consider the greatest of all time at quarterback. And you've had a guy who has worked with great talent and second tier talent and made them great. So listen, you've enjoyed it. As a New England Patriot fan, you've enjoyed a nice run. But it all comes to an end. And there's kind of a little sticker shock that Tom Brady said, ah, no, I'm out. Not that he was traded. Not that he was, quote, forced out, unquote. And he's taking the high road. But there's a reason why now he decided to go. And the other question is why is Kraft 
okay with him leaving now. But he didn't want him to go when Belichick drafted Jimmy G. So what's that about? Why is it different now and it wasn't different before? You're listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. Well, we begin with Tom Brady. Yes, it is official. He is headed to Tampa. No, not South Beach. Tampa. And Adam Schefter said Brady leaving New England, it's not just about football. And I don't think this is a football decision only. I think this is a life decision. This is a decision that involves him, his wife, his children, his family, his lifestyle, his TB12 models. It goes beyond just football. And someone said last week, why is there tension? Why is there stress? Why does he want to leave New England? And I don't think it's a negative situation. This was a group that was together for 20 years that won six Super Bowls that accomplished more than any combination in history. Shefty's right. Listen, the Pats have won at least 10 games in 17 consecutive seasons. That's the longest in NFL history. They've won the AFC East 11 straight years, the longest streak of division titles in league history. And, of course, there's six Super Bowls where Brady are tied with the Steelers for the most all time. Pats have the Chargers, Raiders, and 49ers on the schedule next year. That's going to be interesting, isn't it? But for me, I just think he wanted a fresh start somewhere else. Beside the fact, don't think he and uh, Bill Belichick got along the way they did previously. In the back of his mind, he felt that Belichick was ready to replace him with Jimmy G. Wasn't happy about that, and he really wasn't happy with the support he got either. Other quarterbacks making the move. Phillip Rivers agreed to a one-year $25 million deal to play with the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, by the way, Brissett is still there. So he's going to be the backup. So Philip Rivers leaves the Chargers and heads to the Colts. Teddy Bridgewater working on a three-year $60 million deal to go with the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton is free to explore the, explore a trade. And he tweeted out, hey, listen, I didn't ask for a trade. You guys wanted a trade and you wanted to get rid of me. Listen. There's been a lot of questions about Cam Newton's ability for his accuracy over the past couple of seasons and, of course, the fact that he's been injured a lot. I wonder if he could end up in Washington with his old coach. Hmm. And since we mentioned that Tom Brady is headed to Tampa, what does that mean for Jameis Winston? Where is he going? Uh, we're only just begun with this free agency. It's going to be very, very interesting. Baseball-wise, Justin Verlander has surgery uh, on his groin. He's expected to need six weeks to recover. He had been slowed by the injury early in spring training, first with tightness in the groin and then with a mild strain of the back muscle. Of course, as you heard in SportsCenter at the top of the hour, Kevin Durant, one of uh, four net players who are exhibiting symptoms from the coronavirus. But since we're talking baseball, the Yankees sitting on the statement today confirming that a second minor league player from their develop, player development complex has tested positive for the COVID-19 virus. While under self-quarantine, the player reported fatigue and an elevated body temperature to Yankee medical personnel. Test was administered on Sunday. The player returned to self-quarantine following the positive results. And they also report that within, he can also report that within 48 hours, his symptoms have dissipated. Yankees say they will continue to follow 
all protocols established by local and federal public health experts and Major League Baseball. Those are our top stories of the day here on 98.7 ESPN. By the way, before I get back to the calls, we mentioned earlier that there are a number of organizations, a number of small businesses who we asked to give a shout out to let them know and to, so they can let you know that, yeah, they're still serving the community, even though we're feeling the lasting effects of this pandemic. Once again, you can send an email to 987ESPN at gmail.com, 987ESPN at gmail.com. A couple of the small businesses we're giving a shout out to include Baja Mexican Cuisine in Hoboken, New Jersey. Now, Baja has been open for more than 30 years. They are open for takeout and deliveries from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday and from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday through Sunday. They also have beer and small wine bottles for $2 and regular bottles of wine for $12. Also, DNF Italian Deli located in Astoria, Queens, which has served the community for 32 years. DNF Deli provides local store deliveries as well as deliveries through Uber Eats, Postmates, Grubhub Seamless, and DoorDash. So if you uh, want to help the community and let us, let us know what you're doing, please do so via email, 987ESPN at gmail.com. Back to the phones. Richardson, Manhattan. Hey, Richard, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hi, Larry. You know, uh, Brady going to Tampa, let me ask you what you think. If they wanted a veteran quarterback so much, do you think they made a play at Eli Manning right away after uh, the season ended? It's possible, but Eli really always wanted, as you know, Richard, to finish his career as a giant. So he, he really did, and I don't think – I don't think – a team that close at seven and nine would have been interesting to him to not continue to be a giant. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I really think that he wanted to finish his career. The giant hey, that meant a lot to him. Larry, let me give you a basketball player okay. who had three of the greatest years a basketball player ever had with three different teams and over a course of 10 years. You'll know who it is when I tell you right away, and you'll agree with me. But just think, this guy had three of the—I remembered all three years. And I have to say, nobody ever talks about it. And I'll give you the guy and the, and the teams and what he did. It's Rick Barry. Mm. He broke into the NBA 65, 1965-1966. Came from a small school, Miami of Florida. Mm-hmm. Led the NBA in scoring 35 and a half points per game. Nobody ever seen that in the NBA. He was really the first. I mean, Bob Pettit was there, and, you know, you had a few of the big men forwards. But this guy came in shooting like that really out of nowhere. All right. Now, five years later, he goes to the Nets. And I don't care what anyone says. I remember the I go back with the ABA in the initial season, 67-68. He had the best year an ABA ball player ever had, and that includes Dr. J. He led that net team to within three games of the championship finals when they uh, played the Indiana Pacers. I'll never forget that. Uh, he had nobody on his team. Dr. J, if you remember, had Keenan. He had Brian Taylor, Billy Pauls. Rick Barry, all he had was John Roach and Bill Melchioni. That was it. And those guys weren't even that great. So that guy was that. Now, five years after the year with the Nets, no, four years after the year with the Nets, 
he took that ABA, I mean, the NBA San Francisco Warrior team, or Golden State, I guess, at that time, mm-hmm. and led them to the National Basketball uh, League, uh, National Basketball Association title. He did have Gus Williams and yes, Jamal Wilkes, but yes. really he was the main man on that team by far, and that was an unbelievable season. Too. So three different years with three different teams, and I think greatest seasons I've ever seen ABA, an NBA, ball, uh, ABA, NBA ball player ever had, Rick Barry at that time. And let me tell you another thing. No matter what anyone says, Larry, no matter what anybody tells you, Rick Barry had the prettiest looking. I'm not saying the best, the best range, the best accuracy. The prettiest looking jump shot, better than Jerry West, better than Anybody better than Dave Bing, better than any jump shooter there ever has been, better than uh, uh, Steph Curry, the best-looking jump shot I've ever seen in the NBA or in basketball. He jumped as high as he could, paused at the top of the jump, and just with the wrist flicked uh, flicked it at the basket. Always a pleasure, Larry. Thank you. Always good talking to you, Richard. Great rotation on his on his uh, jumper as well, Richard. Um, fabulous player. You're absolutely right. How? But you know what? I think Steph Curry gets rid of the ball, has a quicker release. But I will say to you, and in and pretty good range, <laughs> I'll say that for him. Uh, but Rick Barry was a phenomenal player. There's no question about it. And listen, the underhand free throws made him over ninety percent easily, easily. I mean, he knocked them down. He was a he was a fabulous player. I think a large part of it, the reason why he doesn't get the publicity and stuff that he did was that he should is, and I saw him do an interview recently and I was like, wow, he's really changed. He is, he was a basketball purist interview type. Um, he, he didn't, he, he was nuts and bolts. And if you didn't know the game, you couldn't really talk to him. He was a guy who was, look, he knew the game. He understood the game. He was a student of the game. And it, it's how he approached the media, I think. So that's part of the reason why you don't know him. But uh, he was a phenomenal player. You're right. And he was excellent. And you talk about the rotation, especially with the red, white, and blue ball in the ABA. You really, that really highlighted his rotation and his jumping ability. He was a textbook jump shooter. You're correct. Uh, but I think Steph Curry's got him beat a little bit by the range, considering that Steph is shorter than Rick Barry. 